dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow. They ain't no different than the pricks who shot up our boys. You know how many friends' corpses we had to drag out this week? Just threw them out like... These were good guys. Good guys who hide our backs against the really bad dudes in the joint, like Tomas and Andrew. Now, we've all made mistakes to get in here, Chief. And I'm not going to pretend to be a saint, but believe me, we've paid our due. Enough that we would rather hit that road than to go back into that shithole. Hello, everyone. This is Mark D. Valenti, and this is yet another episode of Brainborough. This is one of our Digging Deep sessions, where we have a chance to really understand our guests, understand their motivation, understand their fears, their values, what gets them up in the morning, what keeps them up at night. And then you as a listener and viewer have a chance to say, how does this apply to my life? So I'm extremely pleased to say that on the show today, I have a Mr. Vincent M. Ward, and I'm going to hand over the interview to him by asking him the big open-ended question, who exactly is Vincent M. Ward? Vincent M. Ward, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather of 14, I'm a husband, I'm a, I'm a brother, I'm an uncle, I'm a son, I'm a friend, and I try to be an example to many. I believe in, you never know who's watching you. Um, so you just, you try to, try to be a good person. Every day is not gonna be peaches and cream, but, but it, it never hurts to just try to be nice especially in what's going on in the world nowadays. So I'm just a humble, grateful guy with no ego, no boosting or bragging with me. Uh, I want to be that role model. I want to be that example for people to not give up on your dreams, your hopes. Um, I just try to, you know, if somebody inbox me, like I told you, I don't give them, I don't do the sugarcoat stuff. I don't do the political stuff. I'm gonna tell you the truth. And I'm, I, I think it, sometimes it gets me in trouble because I speak from the heart and I don't mean any harm, but I'm gonna flat out tell you exactly how I feel in a respectful way. And so I gotta tell you in the many interviews I've done on the show, that's probably the most authentic, truly from the heart answer I've ever heard. So I wanna thank you for, for sharing that perspective. Thank you. Yeah. So where does that authenticity come from? I mean, obviously it's something that you've seemed to live your life following that. Where does that come from? Um, my faith, my, my passion, my drive to put myself in a position to be able to take care of my parents, um, to leave a legacy for these grandkids and just, just try to be a good guy. You know, it's enough bad guys out here. But sometimes it seems like the bad, the quote unquote bad people seem to get everything they want when, when you try to be, you know, courteous and, and, and nice to people, it seems like you get the runaround sometimes. So I think that's, that's where it comes from, just being, just eager to get to that next level in my life, you know, because I feel like I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. And I'm not where I used to be because of, um, my thoughts, um, the way that I try to approach life and my character, you know, just, I, I never want any, anybody to look at me as a celebrity. I don't like that word, 
because to me, the word celebrity puts me up here and puts the other person right here when we're all right here. I just happen to be on some shows that some people like. So it's not all about me. It's about what I can do to, like I said, be that role model and to inspire and teach and preach and, you know, let people know I'm no different from you. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, you mentioned that you were a humble guy and you didn't even have to say that because clearly you're a humble guy. It comes across very much in, in the way that you speak and the way that you live your life. And I want to commend you for that. And Because you know what, man? Anything that we try to... Um, we try to achieve to be taken away just like that. I remember back in the day, uh, my favorite rapper was a rapper by the name of the DOC. And the DOC, the one thing that I loved about him the most was his voice. He got into a car accident. And what's the one thing that he hurt? His voice. He did something with his throat. So now he talks like this. So it's like, I just feel like, you got to take day, take it one day at a time and just try to enjoy life because especially with this pandemic going on, you never know if you're going to be here tomorrow. You never know if your loved one is going to be here tomorrow. I know a guy that does a lot of uh, celebrity photographs, especially on the red carpet. And he passed away from COVID the other day. He fell into a coma one day and the next day he was gone. So, you know, you you, you never know if you get in that situation to tell somebody, I'm sorry, or mm. even tell yourself, I forgive you, you've gone through some things. So, you know, I just try to take it one, one day at a time and just, I try to smile. I yeah. just try to smile and just be good, man. Well, again, very inspirational. And I think, uh, I love what you said about there's enough bad guys out there, right? And sometimes mm -hmm. being a bad guy seems like a quick and easy path. And uh, what you're talking about is investing time, energy, emotions, and really spreading positivity. Yeah, most definitely. I think, you know, I think social media or the internet is one of the best and the worst things to ever made because it gives, it gives people the opportunity to be bullies. It gives people opportunities to be people that they're really not, uh, give people opportunities to, to, the boast and brag and they really don't have that life going on like they try to post uh and it really shows you who people really are so i don't know it's just this internet is something else this internet makes people that you might have a nice body or might know how to twerk or you know mean they make those these people celebrities nowadays yeah you know, so it's just like with these reality shows, it's like, that's what it is to be a celebrity now, knowing how to cuss people out and be mean to people. Yeah. I'm okay on that. <clears throat> oh man, I love that approach, right? Yeah, it's almost, what I'm really hearing you saying, like I said, is sort of the quick and easy versus the longer path. And what you're really talking about, again, not only with the bad guys, but also the celebrity of these people that are, I mean, what are they really doing? And they're just out there and it's the quick and easy and and you just dedicated that longer path. And I think that's extremely inspirational in this time that we're in. Yeah. And I know how I started as far as mm -hmm. being, being an actor. I've always had that entertainer, entertainer blood in me because I was, I was a basketball star. Yeah. And I used to be a dancer in a rap group. So we would open up big, big concerts for people. So I know how people are treated when they are quote unquote celebs. And um, I, I know how people are treated where people think 
they may have more than what they think they might have. And these people are just, you know, everyday person just trying to survive in this world. So, yeah. And that's well said. And I like what you said earlier about um, life isn't always about peaches and cream, right? Life mm -hmm. gets difficult. So I'm wondering, you know, from your perspective, Vincent, or is there ever a time when you find yourself maybe stumbling a little bit? And can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, talk a little bit about that. All, all the time. Okay. All the time, brother. I, you know, sometimes you get down on yourself. Like I was telling my wife, talking to my wife, especially with these auditions, you go and you study and, you know, you think you got it right and you don't even get a call back or anything. And for me, I believe in God, okay? And sometimes I have to sit down, I have to have a conversation with him because I can get, I can get so down on myself because I feel like I'm not accomplishing things that I should or should be getting the parts that I really work for, you know? And then you, when you watch the movie or watch the, the commercial or the series and you see the person who got it, now I'm happy for them, but in my mind, it was just like, what did that person do differently from me? But we all have our times, you know, and, and, and I just don't want to, I don't want to upset God. You know, I'm not sitting here saying I'm holier than thou because I'm not, but sometimes you do have to take this for me. I do have to take this thing out and look at it just to, to get my mind together. And that's what I always say. I said, I got to get my mind straight. I got to get my mind back focused and not let the negativity take me away because you got to appreciate everything that you have because living here in Los Angeles, you can drive down the street, man, and you can see all these homeless people. And then you have to check yourself, be like, that could be me or that could be my sister or brother on, on, that, on that street. So I call it checking myself. And sometimes I have to check myself so I don't feel like I'm being ungrateful for the things that I've accomplished or the things that I have, including health. You know, it's, sometimes it's not all about things. It's about your health, about your happiness, about having these lights on or being able to go into that refrigerator and get something to eat or something to drink and not having to worry about it. No, it's not about things. It's about, it's about life. And that's when sometimes, like I said, I have to go and I have to check myself and tell myself, man, you are blessed. Mm. And it's not about the millions. It's not about the fame and the fortunes. It's about just being able to get up and walk. It's just like um, about a week ago, I went and played basketball for the first time in two years. For three days, three days, I couldn't walk because <laughs> I was so sore, man because I hadn't played so long, but just to be able to, just to be stumbling around here. And I'm just like, man, what if this, what if this was how I'm supposed to be for the rest of my life, mm. you know? So just being grateful that I can go take some a leave or get a massage and I'm fine. I'm back to where, where I'm supposed to be. So yeah. it's just being grateful for, you know, well, the small things. And, and, and I can even take it a little a step further. I had created this show called Conventional, and it's all about conventions. It's like 13,000 different conventions in the world, from your hair to your makeup to cars to sex or whatever, okay? 
and we started doing this right before the pandemic. But one of the conventions that touched me the most, it was called the um, Abilities Expo. And it was all about people with disabilities. And to go in that convention center and to see how, you know, how they can take their cars or their vans to get revamped so they can still drive or, you know, uh, the showers or the, the toilets, the stuff that we kind of take for granted. And to see these people having to go through all of this so they can feel quote unquote normal is touching, man. So I, I think about hmm. that type of stuff, you know, just to say, hey, man, what you're going through ain't nothing compared to what these people are going through. Three days of pain is nothing hmm. when you, you're been walking and seeing your entire life and now you're blind and need a, a, a seeing eye dog or, you know, a stick or something. So sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's really, really powerful, right? I mean, it's that attitude of gratitude, right? It's really mm-hmm. going out there. And, and and again, what I love about your approach, right, is that you're not saying like, oh, you know, every, people have it worse than me. You're not having your head down. You're just basically being gracious for where you are, reflecting on that and saying it could be worse. But you know what? I'm going to take, uh, you know, thankfulness for where I am right now. And I really love no, that balance. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Well, and what I also like about it is, you know, is that when you find yourself stumbling, you have, as you held up the Bible, you held up your faith. You're, it's, as you said, you're, you're checking yourself, right? You're checking yourself. And that's, and it's just sort of like, that's almost like your touchstone when you find yourself maybe lost on the path or stumbling on the path, you always go back to, it and it kind of resets yourself. And I think that's pretty right. impressive. And in, in the last couple of months, I probably shot 10 projects. Mm. Okay. Wow. 10. And then I take a break and then I'm back. I'm down on myself. And I'm just like, hmm. what's wrong with you, man? He <laughs> just shot 10. But it's, this goes back into checking myself too. And I said, in those, 10, those, in those two and a half months when you were filming or when you were doing these different projects, did you ever talk to God or have a, did you have a check yourself moment when everything was going right? You know, it works both ways. You got to be thankful when things is going right. And you still got to be thankful even when things are going, which we might think is bad. Right. That's a really good point, right? It's not just about reaching out and resetting yourself when things are going bad. It's about when you're at the top of your game, also pausing and expressing that gratitude as well. Mm -hmm. Have to. Yeah. And I think, you know, depending on what people believe out there, obviously, it's really about understanding what you believe in. And there's a lot of people out there that are don't really have a goal. They're running a race, but they don't even know what kind of race they're running or what the what the end result is. And and you have a pathway. And I think that helps keep you centered. 100 percent. I have more people in these last two or three years tell me how they don't believe in God or how they don't believe in this more than anything, more than people who say they do believe in stuff. And it's amazing to me, like, oh, oh, please, I don't believe in that. What is that? Or I don't believe in this. I don't believe in Hmm. that. Like, wow, what do you believe in? Hmm. Oh, it's gotta gotta believe in something, I guess, but maybe, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean- Not judging. No, right. But I mean, even if people, you know, depending on what they believe in, if you don't have, if you don't know where you're going, then you're going to be lost regardless, regardless of what mm-hmm. that is. I think people, some people just think they're just going to just vanish. I'm, mm. I'm dead. I'm mm. gone. 
Right. Uh, you going somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I also like that too, right? I mean, you're you're very empathic toward others, right? You're you have your belief system, but you're not judging them. You're you're trying to understand them, but you're not mm-hmm. judging them for it. And I think that again speaks to your character. Yeah, I believe we can agree to disagree, but we can still be respectful and still be friends. That's right, right. That's what that's what uh, makes life interesting, right? We all have yeah, different they, opinions. They, people have in mind nowadays. Oh, I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna. I'm a block them. I'm I'm a unfriend them. Like I really didn't know you anyways. So it doesn't make any difference. It's not really a loss. I get it. Well, and I think it goes back to what you said about social media, right? I mean, social media is just a tool that augments your existing behaviors, whether that's positive or negative. And it's easier to just, like you said, block or or just go out there and put people on blast. I mean, it's kind Mm -hmm. of, um, it's interesting how that just intensifies people's existing behaviors. That's one thing I cannot stand mm. is for people to put all their business on social media. I mean, especially when it's just like, yes, he said this to me. And I said that every day type stuff. I'm like, I can, I'm unfriending this person <laughs> right? because every day I feel like it's negativity, you know, and it's, I, I don't get it. And I even, I even get, I, I get a little upset to, when it comes to the whole support thing, hmm. I can see people that I've invited to some of my events or invited to this, invited to that, and they don't come. But then I see you at everybody else's everybody else event, and I'm like, we're supposed to be friends. Hmm. I feel like if I had, if you've ever been to my house or you have my phone number, then we're really friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people online that are quote unquote friends, but you really don't know each other. You don't know each other until you have a a real conversation. And these are people that I really and truly consider friends. And what people don't realize in this industry, support is huge. I I mean, huge. And it makes you, it makes you try harder when people support you, especially when, you know, you support them and you know how, how fickle this industry can be. So it's tough. Yeah, that's that's a really great point. And again, for those people out there that, you know, aren't maybe in film who listen or view this, I mean, the audition process, I'm glad you mentioned that because that no matter how confident you are, that could be devastating to you, Mm -hmm. to your point. Everybody's not a good auditioner. That's right. And especially if you never know what happens. So I think so in that and of itself is a negative, right? Not to mention the stress. I think this industry itself you know, causes people to sort of, you know, doubt themselves. And so mm-hmm. that's why I think the support system you're talking about, as you said, is extremely important. Right. And, but these same people be the first people to comment mm. on your post. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> tell them more. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I'm right. Because I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I'm talking about you. So yes, yes I know I'm right. That's right. That's right. Well, and I, and I think that's interesting. So I'm wondering over time, obviously, you know, how has, has Vincent M. Ward changed at all? I mean, I know you have that pathway that you're on. And if you look back, you know, 10 years ago, for instance, uh, you know, like how, how have you changed over the last 10 years? Man, I think I'm more humble now than I've ever been in my life. Hmm. Maybe because I'm older, maybe I'm striving 
because I know I always call myself, I always say I'm half of a hundred now because I just turned, I turned 50. I'm about to be 51. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And, and I just think about, I just think about my family more. I just think about the grandkids and, and my parents. And I, I think about that stuff more and it makes mm. me try harder. Mm. So um, I, I think I also feel like a lot of times people say they want this or they want that, but then they mess it up to drugs or to mm. alcohol, to women, to men. I feel right now I'm in a place in my life where um, I could handle the success and mm. whatever negativity comes with it because it's everybody's not gonna be happy for you. Everybody is not gonna be your cheerleader. They're not gonna, you know, inspire you or hype you up. Cause some people, you know, how people say, pray for me. It's some people that will pray against your success as well. Hmm. So I don't worry about that type of stuff. You know, as long as my home is taken care of, that's all that matters to me. It's not about the friends and all that other stuff anymore. It's all about how I can put my family in a position for us to live a nice life. Yeah, that, thank you for sharing that. And you talked about legacy before, and that's what you're really talking about, right? Supporting them now, but also leaving that legacy as well. Because my grandkids, they're they're a, a couple of them. They're at the point where they watch what mm. I what I do, you know. Especially like the, the Walking Dead, they they're actually watching it now. Mm. So I never want to be in a project on a project where I'm doing something just just gonna make them be like, "Why is he doing that?" Here? Or I don't understand that because I know they're gonna Facetime me and I know they're gonna ask me then you know, why, why were you doing that type of thing? And I don't want to have to lie to them, but I don't want to have to fill their heads up with, you know, <laughs> some bad things neither. Yeah. Well, and I think it also speaks a lot to your character, right? I mean, as human beings, we're social animals, right? We look at other people's uh, reactions to us and, and, and we, we, you know, and depending on the type of person we are, if we don't have our path, if we don't feel confident with ourselves, we're constantly looking at other people to approve us or disapprove us. And you're mm -hmm. saying, it doesn't matter what those people say over here. You have yourself and you have your immediate circle. And again, I think that oh, speaks yeah. to, to your confidence. And trust and believe my, my mother questioned me in a heartbeat. <laughs> the other day she said something about it. Look like your stomach is getting big. I'm like, well, it looks like I'm, be, I'm 51. <laughs> right. Like, let you alone you know, for that. You know? like, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm trying. Right. So, you know, I, I have people, I have family members. Well, I'm not going to say family members. I have my wife and my mom that have really checked me on some things. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that, the, you know, it's, it's good to have that, right? It's good to have at least some check for people that care about you and have your best interests as well. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want to have a yes man on everything you do. Because sure. some of these people that are saying, yeah, I agree, I, you know, yeah. You're right. They're not right. They just mm. have people that's in on their social media who really want something from them. Mm -hmm. You know, they might be a, it might be a director that's rude or, or or saying somebody did something to them. But it's really the director who did something to those other people and they put it out there. And then you have people who are going to agree with them because they want that director or writer or that producer to put them in the next project. And mm -hmm. I know a couple who are really rude and i know they're really mean to people mm. and they get on social media and they have their hype man saying yeah you right you're this and i'm saying to myself 
if only you knew who these people really and truly were, you would mm. not be agreeing with them. Wow. Well, and it goes back to, again, being influenced by other people and not really having your own core because you're looking to other people to, to boost you up. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to agree and kiss somebody's butt to get apart from it. Right. And I, I feel like if if I see something, if I'm on a set and I see somebody being treated wrong or disrespected, just because you're not doing it to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to speak up for them. You can get rid of me if you want to, but you're not going to disrespect this person over here because they may have two or three lines or they might be an extra. You're not yeah. going to disrespect me, disrespect them in front of me because you need somebody to speak up for the person who feel like that's okay for them to talk to you, talk to them that way when it's not. We're all there 12, 14 hour days. Yeah. You know, you have to let's get along so we can get this over and done with and make some greatness. But being rude and mean, I'm not with that. And I'm not with anybody. I don't care who it is. It can be it can be the biggest directors in the world. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't allow it. Well, you really are an advocate for people. And I think, as you said before, very visually, right? It's like, it's about making it equal no matter what. And I think that's mm-hmm. extremely inspirational. Because I know how it feels. Right, right. I know how I know how it feels. And, no, and I remember nobody spoke up for me. Hmm. And I sat there that day and I was like, I'm going to pull this guy to the side. We're going to have, we have to have a conversation. And that's like, what I did. Yeah. I said, don't ever talk to me like that. And I wasn't, I was like, the little man on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got, well, you're an advocate for yourself. And I think that that's extremely important. And Vincent, we're actually about out of time. So I'm wondering. Oh, uh, man. No, I know. It's all right. <laughs> well, but, I, but I'd like to wrap it up by asking you a question, you know, for especially because people listen to the show, they watch the show, they're inspired by the guests. And I and you've actually shared so much that I think people are going to be inspired by. I'm wondering what last bit of information you may have or a bit of advice you may have for people listening, maybe struggling with their life. What, what advice would you give uh, out there to people? Don't give up. Hmm. Don't give up. Don't compare your life with people's life on social media. Everything that shine ain't bright. Where? Oh, how do you say everything that's go? Oh, everything that's gold doesn't really shine. Right. You know, it's 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 a backstory to someone's all. Someone always posting uh, success. Mm. Everybody ain't successful every day. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> So yeah. I would just say, just have faith. Don't give up. Be patient in whatever you're doing. You know, ask mm. yourself, why not me? Mm. And that's what I do. Why not me? And it has nothing to do with acting. It just has has something to do with, with life. Well said. Inspirational. And again, I love that. Uh, a call out on social media again. It's just because you see that snapshot of somebody smiling doesn't mean that they have all their stuff together. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So great I, I see it. And also to to your guests, to your to your listeners. Yeah. Does anybody ever have a question? Inbox me. Hmm. But just know, I'm not going to give you the political answer. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and I'm That's not right. going to make you feel like I know more than you. Hmm. But I will be that 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 friend that you 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 don't have. You know, I, I run into a situation where a lot of kids are listening to a stranger before they listen to their parents. Mm. So I want to be that that guy that people can ask questions to. So I'm Vincent M. Ward on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. 
I'm just venturing from Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> from Dayton, a little less. Okay. That, I think that, again, that, that just shows how much you care about lifting other people up. And I want to, I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you, Vincent, for, for honestly sharing your very inspirational uh, approach to life. I, I think it truly is um, a huge positive. Well, I appreciate you having me, brother. Thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And, and of course, I want to thank all the listeners and viewers out there for tuning into Brainboro today. And on behalf of Vincent M. Ward, this is Mark D. Valenti. want to wish everybody an amazing rest of your day. Thank you. Peace. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valenti Horror and subscribe to the Brain Burrow Podcast. <laughs>